Inside Westminster, Chapter 98, Midas Touch. Only three days left till we leave, crooned Mandy, as she slipped off her caftan and climbed into the jacuzzi next to her bear. And it's been wonderful. Sure has, responded Potty, adding, what's been the best bit? Got to have been New Year's Eve. Can't ever remember having so much fun, ever. I know, I'd forgotten how much fun getting dressed up was. Used to have stupid amounts of laughs getting plastered whilst cavorting around in some silly outfit at school, admitted Potty. What, all boys? queried Mandy. No, no, nothing like that. Just innocent fun. You know, all that pent-up energy. And it was such a laugh, crescendo Potty, laughing heartily at the memory of him and several friends dancing down Eaton High Street, wearing only swimming trunks, goggles and snorkels. Locals loved it, called us e-twits. It was all okay, providing nothing got too out of hand, added Potty as he began to feel some movement below the waterline. Wonder what's happening back home, questioned Mandy. Potty sighed, saying, Ben's got some off-the-wall ideas about recruiting new thinkers to blast through some of the edifices which have been set in granite since the Raj. Let's see what he comes up with, commented Mandy, who knew Ben's ways, continuing... Buried in the pile of bad ideas, there'll be a nugget of gold. You wait and see. I know, I know, furthered Potty. Just don't want him alienating the long-serving good guys or sacking ones who are brave enough to tell the unpalatable truth. What, like what happened a few years back with one of the senior palace officials, queried Mandy. Oh, well remembered. They'd have saved themselves a lot of heartache if they'd listened, but his replacement was a yes man, and now look where they are with Prince Marcus. Anyway, hasn't Ben got to have a back hop sooner rather than later? asked Mandy. Sure, he says he'll need a fortnight to recover, so the quicker he has it done, the better. Don't want him away during the local elections in May, Potty said. The PM hadn't realised how much he'd come to rely on Ben until the thought of his absence seemed unconscionable. He really is magic, you know, murmured Potty. None of this would have happened without his Midas touch. I know. We really must include him in social things more. I mean, he never goes home during the week, and during the campaign he didn't go home at weekends either. How does their marriage work? Don't know, really, harumphed Potty. And he's got two boys. Heard he's having problems with the eldest. Must be tough on Gwendolyn. How does she manage? She's not a quitter. Anyway, her ma and pa are stalwarts and are always lending a hand. Peregrine's at Hadlow, so it's only the holidays that they have to worry about. Remember, I was a boarder too, and the problems can just as easily be at school rather than home, advised Mandy, blushing at the memory of her shenanigans at the various institutions she'd attended. She counted her lucky stars that she'd got away with it, literally. Apart from the headmistress's watch, her petty thefts had gone undiscovered, and her other antics had been labelled as mere pranks on the insistence of her parents, who'd feared public knowledge of these would blight her entire life. Let's have a quickie before we get ready for dinner, suggested Potty, who'd been unable to take his eyes off Mandy's breasts as they bobbed up and down with the rhythm of the gentle water jets. I can't get enough of you, he crooned. Come here and let me ravage you. Mandy melted as she drifted into his arms. It didn't matter that they were the colour of wallpaper paste. It didn't matter that his paunch had reappeared. 
he was her bear and that was all that counted. After a few huffs and puffs, Potty expired and lay back his head on the side of the jacuzzi. Juno, it really doesn't get much better than this, does it? And she really couldn't disagree.